What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 120 of Literate Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? Not a whole lot. Uh, I got home from work a little bit ago. Uh, got got to watch the finals of Milwaukee. Super excited to talk about that today. Um, I did not because I don't have internet at the new house yet. So uh, I've used my data. <laughs> wah, like I have, I have unlimited data, uh, but like ha- compared to you know five G, four G is uh, terrible. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it makes it basically impossible to watch or listen to anything that I don't have downloaded. Understandable. Uh, so there has definitely been a non-zero amount of days I've tried to download stuff in the morning, and I've driven across. Uh, basically the like six blocks or whatever it is from the house to the apartment to use the the Wi-Fi at the apartment to have stuff to listen to at work. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, this should be the last podcast I record in the old office. Yep. Um, not the last video because that's going to be this next week's RTT match. Whenever that goes already, out, yeah. Like it's it's already recorded, but it's I don't know when it's going to come out because I don't know. It, it's we'll figure that out later. Yeah, I've got I've got videos lined up for this week too, so we'll figure out when when that goes live. It might be two weeks from now. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? We'll figure it out then. But uh, so this weekend, like you were t- talking about, is in fact Milwaukee's regionals. Yep. Um, and we have results all the way down to top 32, it looks like. So, where are we starting? I'm assuming first place. Talk about the bracket. Yeah, I figured we'd start with the bracket and talk about that. Talk about uh, how Yveltsel Groudon finally won an event. <laughs> you know, I, I almost put out a a um, tweet on Saturday saying, you know, what restricted pairing was going to... like. Either win or have like highest representation in top eight, and I almost put Lunaladon on there, and then you know it has two in top cut. I'm just like, man, I am so smart, and I don't even play right now. Like I'm a genius. Um, <laughs> I like Eveltal. Uh, uh I think is still very good, and this this team that did end up winning, I think, is uh, real sick looking. Yeah. Uh. For those who have been paying attention for a while, this should, this team should look very familiar. Um, this is the same six that was popularized at, I believe it was either the Liverpool Regionals or the EUIC. And I can't remember which one it was. But it was, it was a European event. I remember that much. And it got popularized there. Uh, and then people have adapted to it. Um, Joe's played Porygon 2 in that last slot. Uh, Milan had a slow bro, which we featured on the channel before. Um, but I'm very, very happy to see Yveltal Groudon get the love it deserves and finally win an event. I wish I could search. Uh, like, so, uh, Victory Road has all the teams listed and everything. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could search by Pokemon. Like, I, I wish I could control F the Pokemon's name and it would pull it up based on the sprite. But that's not how this works. Yeah, that's not how that works, unfortunately. 
Because I was I was curious as to like Bronzong is like the the very unique Pokemon here. So I'm like, oh, I can just you know Control F find Bronzong and then we we can see where this is from. But it's from Liverpool. Unfortunately, yeah, I was gonna say I, I'm looking at EU. I see and I do not see it. Here, it's Liverpool. So. Cool, 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 cool. Um, but this this event in Milwaukee had a ton of unique teams, which. Uh, is super duper cool coming from uh, looking at like previous events where it feels very homogenized. Like you'll see the same six Pokemon, but like item differences, which is still cool. It's still a way to like play the game, but like seeing things like a Clefairy in Top Cut, a Sableye in Top Cut, um, an Urshifu in Top Cut. These are things we're not used to talking about and seeing. At these, at these, especially like NA events, but like when you go and talk about the Japan events and whatnot, it's just everything's off the wall crazy, and it's nice to see that some of that innovation is starting to kind of bleed into our events a little bit. Oh, for sure, for sure. This is this is sweet. Um, you know, like obviously we have like Bronzong winning the event, uh, Clefairy down here in second place. Uh, and then, you know, the uniqueness kind of falls off until we get to, like, uh, the top eight group here with, like, Urshifu, and then, uh, like you mentioned, we have the Sableye down here in, uh, eighth place as well, mm-hmm. which, dude, Sableye's sick. Sableye is just really, really awesome, and it's, it's a Pokemon, I think, that is, uh, definitely underrepresented, if you want my honest opinion. Um, I think the Sableye team was Probably the most unique team we could see besides um, Nathaniel's Calyrex Shadow Kyogre team. Um, it's just unfortunate that they got paired against each other in the first round of Top Cut, so mm-hmm. only one of them was making it on, making it out of there. Mm-hmm. And so, and then the uh, the the other big pairing there on that same bracket is. Nathaniel and James Evans being paired against each other because they're both seniors that aged up into masters in the, like the last couple years, and it was both of their first real big finishes in the masters division, and they got paired against each other before finals, and so that is just like only one of these really good seniors is technically going to be able to play for the mat for the finals here, so there's a lot of cool storylines in Top Cut. Um, like, people had to beat a lot of good players. Um, if I remember right, Oliver had to play Shangjun in um, Top Cut and got very, very lucky in the Game 3 there to win it, to win and move on to Top 4 against Shangjun. Yep. This is, a, like, super sweet, dude. I, I love... Just like these these off the wall teams that you know, show up and just can cons- do stuff, and you know, like Eveltal Groudon is something that's been around since the early days of like GS Cup tournaments that were being ran. Uh, like it is, it is not something new, but it it finally be able to come out and spike an event and just be able to do well, I think, is really sick. Especially when, you know, like, 
I don't know. Like it, it's crazy to me that Zacian is not overly represented. Like I would anticipate, it's specifically in top eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at like top sixteen and top thirty-two, obviously uh, Zacian is very popular. But it just it just doesn't I, have the numbers in where it matters in top eight. Carl, I scrolled down and I found teams. Yeah, that I'm excited to talk about. Yeah, we'll get there. I've got one I'm really excited to talk about too, but we'll get there. Does yours involve a certain egg boy? No. <laughs> you can keep that one. <laughs> um, I wasn't ready. I was not ready at all, man. I'm just sitting here looking at stuff, and then next thing you know, there's an executor on my screen. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that here in a little bit. But, uh, like you were saying, there's very much, there's a very, like, big discrepancy here of underrepresentation by Zacian in the top eight. And I think part of that is just due in part that Pokemon, people have figured out how to beat Zacian consistently and there's just better restricted pairs to beat Zacian with, like the Lunaladon and the Calyrex Shadow Groudon and things like that, that really prey on opposing Zacian teams really well. I mean, I'm going to be very honest. Uh, I still think Zacian is by far the best, like, restricted and probably best Pokemon in the format. Uh, and if it's not, like, Ensign is. Like, one of those two <clears throat> is by far uh, the best Pokemon. And, I, like, obviously you can make the argument of, oh, well, you can play around it. But, yeah, you can. It's, it's just crazy to me that uh, there's one in top four and like there's only one incident in top eight in 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 the finals like it, it i don't know it's just crazy to me to think that uh like there was only six incident in top eight as opposed to you know eight of eight like we've seen historically or whatever yeah like this weekend is just really really weird and i don't know if you can consider this like the new normal um I feel like there is not going to be a normal um, going since this is the last event before NAIC. This is a lot of people's yeah. testing grounds. A lot of people who have already qualified for Worlds or are planning on going to NAIC uh, are going to be testing their teams out, making sure they're ready to be played and things like that because NAIC is a big deal. Um, this it's, it's the last event before Worlds. Like It's the last official event before Worlds is the NAIC. Uh, a lot of people's world's invites are going to probably be hinging on doing well at NAIC. And so you want to be as prepared as possible. And what better way than to go play at Milwaukee and have that really good best of three practice, because there's such a variety of teams here. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so like what, where do you want to talk about, man? Like, do you want to just rattle off some uh, top eight teams here and start uh, start looking at them that way? Um, we'll kind of highlight some of the more played versions. Like, Chong Jung brought Rinya Sun. There, there's nothing to talk about here. It's it's Rinya Sun. Um, but like the Yveldon team is super duper cool because it's got some unique tools and tech on it. Um, we'll talk about this Clefairy team probably for a little bit. 
And we'll probably talk about the uh, Reshiram and Lunaladon stuff. I think I think Lunaladon is still just like really close to just spiking an event as well. So I, I I'm probably going to talk about this uh, talk about in a deep dive. Lunaladon is that always the bridesmaid, never the bride kind of Pokemon. I feel like mm-hmm. it's always going to put up good results, but I don't think it's ever going to actually win an event. Like, I think it's won one event overall. Let me double check here. I think it's won one time. Interesting. And for, it just always feels like it's that Pokemon that you see a ton in Top Cut. Yeah, it did win. It won um, Taiwan's championships. With Venusaur, Charizard, Grimmsnarl, Incineroar. Um, did it win anything else? Melbourne was Colossal. I remember that. There's a there's a Colossal here in top top thirty two as well. Yeah, that's that. I was excited uh, just, about that. Just on the outside of top sixteen. Yeah, I saw that. I was very and excited. It's, it's also. I mean, Eveltal Zacian. I mean, that that feels pretty standard. That for... that is the standard coal six. That is, it's Eveltal yep. Zacian, Rillaboom, Incineroar, Water Archifu, and Colossal. There's yeah. I mean, that seems pretty pretty stock. Yeah, nothing to be overly excited about there. But yeah, I, I still think it's cool. Um, other than the Taiwan uh, special event, it won. It won Vancouver. That was the other event. That was the one I remember it winning. Okay. It was Vancouver. And it's the same six. The uh, Venusaur, Charizard, Incineroar, Grimmsnarl, Lunaladon. Okay. And I believe that's the only other event it's done well in. Like, it's it's one. Yeah, that's it. And I, I think part of it is, is just Lunala is good into certain matchups. But the the teams that just end up making top cut aren't the things that it wants to see, right? Mm-hmm. Like we talked about it, Yveltal got to got to play against Lunala in top eight, and it wasn't even close, right? Like, yes, you have Thunderous, yes, you have like interaction with Venusaur and whatnot, but like a lot of what the Lunaladon team is trying to do is get an advantage with. Grimmsnarl, Incineroar, or whatever, and push that advantage and use that little bit of incremental speed advantage or fake out to get a get a turn ahead and kind of push the advantage that way. Yeah. And I, a lot of these teams that we're seeing just don't care. <laughs> um, like, Grimmsnarl is not going to do anything to Yveltal or Groudon most of the time. Like, if you're going to trick the Groudon, you've risked taking an Assault Vest, and then your Grimmsnarl is just done for the rest of the, of the turn. Like, he's not doing anything else besides clicking Spirit Break or Foul Play. And so, it's it's cool that Lunala is doing really, really well. I just, I don't see it being a consistent thing over the course of this. Like, it's not going to go out and win a bunch more of events, I don't feel like. I feel like the the one that won in Vancouver was like an inevitability at some point because eventually Lunala is just going to be everywhere. And so if there's six Lunalas in top eight at an event, then it's just 
the odds are it's really high that it's going to make it to the finals and it's going to win that event that way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of Lunala teams are just riding on the coattails of Venusaur and Charizard. Yeah, I, I mean, I I definitely agree with that. Uh, I think that like the the Charizard aspect of it is obviously very very good, and a a big factor as to like what the team is able to do. Yeah, um, you know, being able to just have all this extra residual damage while keeping up your pressure. I mean, like, go go listen to the episode that we had with uh, Austin, you know? Like, that that's something that he talks about. It's just, like, all of this residual damage you're able to do with Charizard is just free. And eventually you're able to just pick up extra KOs out of nowhere. Yeah, the, the big difference there between, like, Austin's comparison and what these other Lunala teams are doing is Austin was playing Caloric Shadow, and I think that's the better pairing for Sun. I agree. Um, Lunala lets you do the Trick Room thing, kind of, because you want to be able to set Trick Room for Groudon against these faster Kyogre teams, lets you go first and do all of that stuff. But you're not really pushing... If you're Dynamaxing Groudon, you're not really getting that residual chip damage. You're just playing Venusaur mm-hmm. to scare Kyogre <laughs> at that point. Yeah, I mean, that, that's very accurate. And... I think just overall, Lunala's Lunala is not what's making these teams good. It's Venusaur, Charizard, Groudon is doing the work, majority of the work there, and Lunaladon's just kind of Lunala is just kind of there. Um, Lunala is a really hard sell in a format where uh, Cali Shadow is like any what popular. Lunala thrives in a format with Zacian. When Zacian's good, Lunala's good because you are guaranteed to live the Behemoth Blade a lot of the time. I think there's like a couple roles depending on your HP investment versus their attack investment where you don't live a plus one, but Shadow mm-hmm. Shield does a ton for Lunala in the face of a Zacian, you're almost guaranteed to get Trick Room up or Meteor Beam or whatever. And when Zacian's good, Lunala's good. Zacian wasn't good this weekend. <laughs> As we see, um, there's three in top eight, only one in top four. And it Lunala just couldn't keep up with the rest of the format. Yeah, that's that's a really simple way of putting it. Um, outside of the Lunaladon teams, the uh, other there's a lot of uh, sun in air quotes mm-hmm. here on in the top eight. Um, besides the four Groudon, there's the Reshiram Sun team and the Charizard Kyogre Sun team. Well, there's five ground, so there's like every, there's every team but one had a sun mode. It's crazy to me that Groudon has more in top eight than Zacian does. I'm not surprised, and, and like I felt like eventually there was going to be a, a tournament where Zacian did not do as good as people would anticipate, and I think this is like that tournament. And like you said, people people are just playing for NAIC, you know, just testing out some things. So, like, 
there's a non-zero chance you do just run into off-the-wall things like this, and that's okay. Like, like I said, I don't think this is going to define the format for the future. Uh, I, I think this is the start of a of a new turning point in the format where we're going to see a lot more innovation going into NAIC, and then you're going to see nothing out of nobody into Worlds. <laughs> um, Which Worlds is August? Yeah, it's like right? the end of August. Is that like that? So we have we have a little bit of time still. Yeah. Um, I'm expecting a ton of innovation going into NAIC, a lot of unique teams, a lot of cool techs. And then you'll, you'll see teams like Nathaniel's Calyrex Kyogre team, or you'll see teams mm-hmm. like the Kyogre Yveltal Executor team, or this team with Celesteela, um, and things like that. You'll see a lot of that floating around at NAIC, mm-hmm. and then you won't hear a peep out of anybody for a month a month at least yep. you'll see you'll you'll run in the ladder you'll see crystal rain ring of sun super duper standard normal things again because everyone's going to want to hide their tech for worlds i'm excited man i think i think next week is going to be really really exciting with you know uh, our our first ic in quite a while obviously we had you know euic but like this is like the first major north american event like obviously obviously not to you know take away credit from the the other events we've had this season but you know the your your ics are huge and especially in respect to the first one in several years i mean you're gonna have so many people there I'm very, very excited for it as a as a tournament. Yeah, you you already have a lot of these international players traveling. Uh, they they came to play at Milwaukee because they're just already here. Oliver, um, Toba, um, I'm looking through here. Uh, Juan M. Santizo, um, Hayden. Uh, there's there's a lot of. Oh, and Henry Rich. I don't know if you know who, like Henry Rich. They've top cut pretty much. They've uh, they did like top thirty two like every um, every Australian event. I think uh, they may have even like top eight a few. Oh, interesting. No, I I did not know that. They were on camera um, yesterday on Saturday, like round three or four, um, and put on a clinic. The game was great. And, awesome. um, yeah, like they're already here. A lot of the international people who are going to be playing at NAIC mm-hmm. have already just made the trip to NA because you had Milwaukee the weekend before. Yep. Um, so I expect to see cool innovation, ton of cool stuff. Um, but getting into the nitty gritty on this, uh, one of the big things that I was missing is like I don't think I saw Palkia or Calyrex Ice once all weekend. I know, I know. There's um, see, there's there's one here in twelfth, which is I mean, it's just Paul Chua's like, it's the Palkia Cali Ice team that we've seen. Uh, that you know, I, I think this team's really cool. Um, basically, it just takes like. Jeremy Rodriguez's 
uh, Cali Reshiram team and drops Reshiram for Palkia. Yeah. Which, I don't know, I could take or leave that change. It helps your Kyogre um, matchup, but makes your Zacian matchup worse. I mean, you still do a ton of damage, especially like if it is Crystal Rain, where they have the Kyogre to set the rain for you as well. Like You're, you're able to just do a ton of extra damage that way. Yeah. But yeah, this this is cool. I, I'm definitely definitely a fan. It would be interested in seeing uh, how well it actually plays out. I I know you kind of mentioned it, but dude, I cannot stress how much I love like just watching a uh, couple people on on the Discord are playing with Sableye currently, and dude, Sableye has really impressed me. And for it to then like already, I I thought that like. It was being underrepresented, and then for it to come into this tournament in top cut, I think it's just really, really awesome. Yeah. Uh, this is the eighth place team uh, Reshiram, Zacian, Sableye, uh, Venusaur, uh, Landorus, Therian, and Thunderous. Um, this is confirmed to be a Prankster Thunderous on this team. Sick. So you have double Prankster. So you have access to really good support, depending on your matchup. If if Sableye's support's not good, you have Thunderous to kind of be that support backup, and you're really like trying to push Venusaur and Reshiram to be your big max targets. Landers can max in a pinch, but those are your big max targets, and the team is just revolves around Reshiram dealing damage. Yeah, I I am a fan. Um. I don't think there was another Sableye at all in Top Cut, in Top 632. I don't think so. No, I don't see one. I have not seen one if there is. There's a Dusclops? Yeah, I saw that. There's a Dusclops in 24th here uh, with Calyrex Ice Dialga. That's not something we're used to seeing at all. And then, uh, like, another pretty unique Pokemon. Uh, down here in 32nd, we also have a Slowpoke. Yeah, which... that's the Milan team, if I had to guess. Um, a version yes, of it. I, I would be, I would be surprised if that's not the case. Um, other unique Pokemon here, like I mentioned, uh, there's the Executor, which is cool with this team. It pairs really well, being a quad electric resist for your team that has two electric weaknesses. Um, and then you have Indeedee for more follow me stuff. Um, Psychic Terrain is really good too. You have. You have Grimmsnarl, which is kind of a non but with your Ndidi, but if Ndidi's not good, Grimmsnarl probably is. I mean, you can also just be screens Grimmsnarl, and then they're like, there is no dis-synergy between those. Yeah, and then you have Reggie Eleki just to be your tertiary max target. Yep. It's really, really cool. Yeah, super, super cool team. Uh, I will be hopefully looking out for a, a um, rental of that. Which, uh, I guess you're going to do the uh, Except. the laddering for this week, and then hopefully I'm going to take back over for next Except. week. I've got one more laddering for sure, and then uh, you will you should hopefully be back by then. Yeah, I, I don't know if we, we mentioned it here, but I should have internet at the house uh, next week. Fingers crossed. If not Spectrum... If not, Spectrum and I are going to have words. <laughs> if it's not, it's not a big deal. I can... Yeah, but, like, I don't know, man. I also miss playing, so, like, I haven't 
sat down and actually played anything in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, another cool, unique thing here is there's the Celestela right above the team we were just uh -huh. talking about. That's a Pokemon we haven't seen in a hot minute. Um, paired with Zacian Kyogre, Rillaboom Thunder, uh, Rillaboom Tornadus, and Reggie Eliki. Um, I'm not sure what role the Celesteel is playing on this team. Just probably just another bulky steel type to just be annoying. Um, probably walls Groudon pretty hard if I had to guess. Yeah, probably. Uh, being being a flying type on your like your team that has Zacian and Eliki is also really hot. To be able to like you said, body Groudon. Um, like obviously you also have Tornadus here, which does help you with like your your hyper-offensive version, uh, like, your hyper-offense leads of, like, Eliki and or Kyogre and or Zacian. Or, like, even, even like, Celesteela plus uh, Tornadus as a lead is not, like, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What if this is, like, the AV Celesteela with Dynamax, like, Max Flare and all that nonsense that we used to see back in uh, Series 7 and 9? <laughs> I forget who it was, but someone on Discord today was like, man, I really want a another, like, physical attacker. And they're like, I think it was, I think it was Smeargle. I was like, yeah, I really want another physical attacker. And it's like, what if we do, um, like, Prankster Physical Tornadus? I'm like, well, if you're going to do physical, why don't you just be defiant? And if you're going to be, like, like... If you're gonna be prankster, you want to be special. If you want to be physical, be be defiant and just get people. Yeah. Like because people are not gonna be ready for it. Yeah, and Tornadus's physical move pulls not terrible. Yeah, I mean, like obviously, you, your best flying stab is still uh, fly, which sucks. But hey, they they did the the genies dirty by only giving them fly. Yeah, but, like, could you imagine, like, Thunderous with Hurricane? Please stop. Yeah, like, that's why it only has Fly. <laughs> like, Tornadus gets access to Hammer Arm, Iron Tail Lash Out, U-Turn, Super Power, um, Fly, Giga Impact. There's a lot of good physical moves on here. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have access to Brick Break, Crunch, Acrobatics, so on and so forth. Um, definitely some cool tech there for Physical Defiant Tornadus to maybe do some cool stuff. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that, uh, the, the possibility of it is really cool on its own. Um, let's see here. We talked a little bit about Calyrex Ice Palkia. Talked a little bit about the Calyrex Ice Dialga because we talked about the Dustlops. I think there's two Calyrex Ice Dialga teams in top 32. Sick. Yeah, there are. Um, they're very similar, too, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. uh, the only difference is one's got a Thunderous, one's got a Dustlops. And then Urshifus could be different, but I assume these Urshifus are dark single strike to deal with opposing Calyrex Shadow. See, this is 15th and then 24th, if I'm looking at this correct. Correct. Okay, cool. Matt, Tid, sure and Tabe, bye. Yeah, I, I am a fan. These these teams look sick. It's not a pairing we're used to seeing, because obviously you're kind of Zacian weak, 
But if mm-hmm. you got enough support, you could probably make them work. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I believe that's the only other unique pairing that we talked. That we haven't talked about yet. We've talked about the Yveltal, Groudon, Slowbro team. We've talked about Kyogre, Yveltal. We've talked about Calyrex Ice Dialga, Calyrex Ice Palkia. Um, Yvel- uh, Lunala, Groudon. Um, Hayden's version has is the one that I'm used to seeing with the double sun power and then with a Venusaur and Charizard. I'm used to that one, too. Yeah, everything everything else looks uh pretty pretty standard. Like, uh, is is a duplicate in some capacity or another. Um like there's a lot of just like crystal rain variations. I know mm-hmm. I know there's one like hard crystal rain. Oliver was playing a version with Thunderous instead of Zapdos. Um there's versions of Crystal Rain running around with like Amoongus instead of Rillaboom, and then Thunderous instead of Zapdos. You could pretty much call those super duper similar. Um, Grayson here in 18th is playing Landorus instead of Zapdos. Um, Interesting. I'm not sure how much I like that. It's it's good into the Groudon matchup, mm-hmm. but that's not why you were playing Zapdos to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. Like you took you took your thing for the mirror out and instead put something that helps your ground on matchup, which your ground on matchup isn't that bad to begin with. I feel like on Crystal Rain, I agree. Um, so I don't know. Smarter people than I can probably tell me why. <laughs> Full but agree. In my opinion, I just I don't see that being a, a a logical jump to make to go from Zapdos to Landorus. Yeah, I I don't quite agree with that change, but I, 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 like you said, I'm sure someone smarter than me has thought of it. Mm-hmm. And will will gladly tell me why we are wrong. Yep. Um so, do you want to talk about Clefairy a little bit? Because we kind of talked about it a little bit last week. Of course, of course. And it's just fitting that it, it popped up again. So, I'm not sure if I 100% agree with Nathaniel's play in Game 3 of the finals match where he's just clicking Protect like seven turns in a row. See, I, I have, like I said, I haven't got to watch finals yet. So, I'm not entirely sure how well this goes. So, I there's arguments here to why you play Clefairy. You play Clefairy because it's Friend Guard, right? Mm-hmm. Friend Guard, Eviolite, kind of bulky. You have Helping Hand to play around Fake Out. You have After You to help your Trick Room matchup. There's a lot that Clefairy does really well. Especially on Agreed. a team like this where everything wants to go fast. Trick Room is the way you lose this game. And so having After You Clefairy makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I, I do like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, in the first round of Top Cut, he made um, Nathaniel made um, Chirayu just look like a goof the entire game. Uh, yeah, he literally just okay. clicked Follow Me Astral Barrage the entirety of game one. 
<laughs> Calyrex picked up four KOs. I'm for it. That's all. Sign me no up. No Dynamax. Nothing. <laughs> Literally just click follow me. Just at Astro Mirage Barrage. The entire time. That's awesome. And try you I'm, made I'm all for it. Fantastic adjustments for game two and three. Um, but mm-hmm. I just game three it just wasn't enough to get there. Um and then going into top four against James, again, it was the Clefairy Calyrex Shadow Show. Click follow me, click Astro Barrage a lot. Um but they had to play this game of chicken. <laughs> So James's Calyrex Shadow is Sash, while Nathaniel's is, uh, I believe it's Specs. Okay. It's a choice item of some sort. I'm pretty sure it's Specs. And so because Clefairy couldn't uh, redirect that Astro Barrage, you get to play this game of chicken. <laughs> right? And yep. it creates this big old mind game um, of am I going to attack? Am I not going to attack? What am I going to do? And Nathaniel ends up winning that one on the back of Clefairy and Kyogre and Charizard doing really well. Get up against um, Jay's team here and leading Clefairy every... They, they had played in, I believe, top in eighth in the eighth round on Saturday. And... Um, Jay just figured out Nathaniel's strategy. He, like Nathaniel loves to lead Clefairy and just change the Pokemon in the lead. And mm-hmm. Reggie Elekia Veltal just destroys that every time. Yeah, Eleki is a pretty decent last time I checked. Um, you can't redirect the Electroweb, so you're really reliant on that Clefairy just having friend guard up all the time. Yep. And Jay just abused the heck out of that. Yep. Um, it was a great finals game. I highly recommend going and catching it again if you haven't yet. Um, there's all my my plan for tomorrow is to download day one and day two while I'm still at the apartment and listen to them uh, as much as I possibly can between the two. Um, like as much as I possibly can. There, there's some very hype games and some very good games going back and forth. Uh, I remember Oliver and Chong Jun's game being just the most roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> it, it is I'm so much forward. fun to watch. Um, and the, the finals game is the same way. It is just a roller coaster. I'm excited. Um, but. There's uh, Nathaniel literally, I think, clicked protect seven times in a row in game three <laughs> on his Clefairy. How many of them worked? Uh, four. He got he got I'll he got it. one dull protect. Not that it really mattered because Jay just ignored it the entire time. Got it. Like okay. he was clicking spread moves, and I think he fell for it once. But then once he realized it, it's just clicking protect all the time. Just like I don't care. Like whatever, I I could care less about you. You've been on court essentially. Yeah, like Nathaniel's strategy was use friend guard to reduce the damage that Jay's team is going to do to you, and Jay just literally brought the entire suite of attackers on his team and blew right through it. Just mess him up. Yeah, I, I'm excited to it. 
I, I'm excited to uh, to get to watch it. Um, but yeah, outside of all of that, I Milwaukee was a lot of fun to watch. I got to actually get to watch all of it for once, which is something I normally don't get to do because okay. because work is usually crazy. But since I'm wor- I've been working by myself this entire week for the most part. Uh, I yeah. get to work at my own pace, well, and so I can just have it on in my ear and not have to talk to anybody all all weekend. Mm-hmm. So, um, they had a yeah. That's that's one perk of my job is I get to uh, just do whatever I want essentially. And you know, I when I get done, I get done, and I will take my sweet time getting to that point. I didn't realize this. They had 180 players for Masters at Milwaukee. I think I I think I did know that. I wasn't sure what the number actually was, but that that's a good number. Mm-hmm. It is a a pretty decent number. Um. But yeah, this this it's cool to like look at Milwaukee, especially after like looking at Japan. Like mm-hmm. I can talk about in the deep dive last week, Japan's meta is just all over the place because they can be agreed. <laughs> they they get to be they get to be all that weird do all that weird stuff and whatnot. Um, so it's definitely it's definitely kind of cool to see. Like I said, it's like to see the Clefairy, see some of the techs coming out of Japan get transferred into our meta essentially. Yeah, it's dude. Their their uh, meta is just so absurd, and I love it. Yeah. Um, what else are we gonna talk about this week? Um, we can talk about the the team you're gonna be playing for the deep dive, I guess. For the laddering, yeah. It's, yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, yes. we'll have to apologize because it's all in Japanese. <laughs> you can fix it in post. Um, I'm probably not going to, but, um... Close enough. But (laughs) the problem is, is we can't read it, (laughs) because the only one I have... Well, you, you had it pulled up, Yeah, it's on my Switch. I have it on my Switch, but I, that requires turning the Switch on and getting the screen pulled up. All right, fine. Give me half a second. I'll get it pulled up. Um, I can, I remember everything. I can tell you what it all is. All right, fine. That saves me the hassle. So, I I think I've played Groudon every week for laddering. If this if 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 this trend continues, I think okay. I played Groudon for every week of laddering. <laughs> no, I didn't play. I didn't play it last week. I played Colossal last week. So I've either played Groudon or yes. Yveltal for every week of laddering now. Um, and I didn't I didn't want to play another Yveltal team because that'd be three Yveltal teams in a row. Ha ha! Mm-hmm. Funny the Yveltal guy likes Yveltal. Um. So it is kind of funny. <laughs> so I found um I found this Xerneas team that is really really cool. And I think it placed 39th at the Japan World the Japan Championships. The their nationals. Yeah. Okay. Um and overall, it's really, really cool because it's got a lot of cool techs and things like that. But you don't see Blacephalon very often. No, it, it does one <laughs> thing. It blows itself up, and that's about it. 
so I apologize to everyone. Um, it's in Japanese on screen too because I'm not gonna probably have time to grab the image off my Switch and want to put it in post. Yeah. But I can run through this because I've I, I've seen it and I know what's going on. So this is a Xerneas Groudon team. Uh, we don't have any of the normal Sun support. Blacephalon is our Sun Pokemon, right? Uh, in this situation, we're doing like sun boosted mind blown things. We have very fast hypnosis. We have rock blast to just beat up like Charizard or something like that. Break a sash, do whatever. And then we have heat wave to kind of round it out with life orb. So okay. we're doing a whole lot of damage with Blacephalon and that's kind of the goal. Um, our Dynamax options are a little weird because you obviously have this ground on with bulk up and leftovers that can just dynamax after one or two bulk ups you also have this blastoise that has uh dark pulse hydro cannon weather ball and fake out um with assault vest you could dynamax to do more chip damage with hydro with cannonade and whatnot and then use mind blown or Moon Blast from Xerneas, or whatever to kind of pick up KOs here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of cool techs, a lot of cool uh, just like moves on here. We have Substitute on our Xerneas, not something you're used to seeing a whole lot of. No, um, not not at all. I will be the first to admit that. And like I said, bulk up Groudon is not something super duper common. It's going to become more common now, now that it... Um, uh, Jay's Yveltal Groudon Team 1. Uh, definitely going to see mm-hmm. bulk up Groudon probably a lot more than Sword Stance. Those defense boosts matter <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, and most of the time, you're only ever going to get intimidated one time, either on a switch in or after a parting shot. So the you eventually can just equalize it all out based just using bulk up. Uh... But we also have a Moongus to kind of make sure we get to do our Geomancy thing if that's ever a problem. Uh, we have Incineroar because it's Incineroar. It's really, really good. Play the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Don't don't handicap yourself. Just play Incineroar. Play the good Mons. They're good uh, for a reason. But yeah, I'm super excited to play with this. Uh, I, I have no idea how good it's actually going to be. I'm ready to I don't know, but I'm excited for lot. you. I'm excited for I, I'm you. I'm ready to miss Hypnosis a ton. Um, I, well, that makes one of us. I may end up having to change teams because I may not get a single win with this squad. But we'll we'll probably try Look, to catch somebody we'll, off guard, right? We will figure that out when we get there. Yeah, um, <laughs> we'll figure it out. I, I'm I exactly. I'm a little worried. I'm going to overdo it with mind blown, and I'm just going to knock out my entire team with it. But <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fine, or it won't. Yeah, or it won't. <laughs> but yeah, this this team looks super cool, and I'm very excited for it. Anything else you want to talk about this week? I don't know, man. I got uh, really a whole lot of nothing left. Um, like you know, like like I kind of mentioned, we're hopefully going to be done moving this week, and then uh, from there things get a little easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where we're at right now. Yep. Getting ready for NAIC this weekend. Good luck to everyone playing in that. 
Um, I'm so excited, man. It's, it's going to be such a good event. Yeah, I, I wish I could have, like, figured out how to go, but it's fine. Yeah, I, I understand that, that sympathy all too well. Like, like I, I really wish I was able to go. I could have gone if I had, like, just pulled the trigger. But I'm just like, eh. Do I really need to go to another event this year? And then Evan's going to go end up going, and I really wanted to meet Evan, and now I'm kind of upset that I'm not going. Yeah. Um, not yeah, like I had a ride out there yet anyway. I had I had nothing planned, and I'm just like, that's not the kind of person no, I am. Not, not at all. I could not just, on a whim, just go. I can't do that. Yep, I, I get that, too. Uh, so I, I am shipping some uh, Evan's shirts from the Invitational that I still have. Uh, I'm getting them sent. And so the initial idea was we were going to send them to Poppy, and Poppy would give them to Evan. Uh, only to come to find out that uh, Monday is a national holiday. Yep, Juneteenth. Which, which I, which I did not realize was like officially official. Mm-hmm. And so uh, now we are going to be instead uh, shipping them to uh, to where Evan is staying because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's coming in with a uh, uh, KS writer. Uh, Night Rider, yep. and so uh, we're going to be sending it to him, so he has access to them there, and like it, it will be okay. We will make it'll it get there. It, it's only yep. been like a year <laughs> since they should have been there, <laughs> but not not quite, <laughs> but pretty dang, pretty dang close. So if I wanted to go to NAIC, I could play Pokin. Do it. I could pay $60 to go get my butt kicked at Pokin. I don't see the downside here. Um, I do not have a hotel or a way to get there. <laughs> Carl, I, I'm still not seeing the problem. But I could pay $60 to go get my butt kicked at Pokin. I also work. I also <laughs> have to be back uh, there on Friday and I have to be back on Sunday. <laughs> So, because I wasn't going to be able to get the stuff to Poppy in time, I was looking at, like, just driving out there. Oh, God. <laughs> just to drop them off. And then I realized that's a terrible idea, and I shouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, let's not do that. That's, like, what, nine hours? Uh, it's not that bad. I've done it before. But it's more driving than I really wanted to do on a... Um, on a whim when gas is $5 a gallon and I do- I have to be back Friday night. <laughs> so if you were to leave from Warrensburg, it is nine hours and 16 minutes. So we would need to leave like Thursday night, like Thursday, drive there, drop it off, then drive home Friday. <laughs> Which like, I could do. I easily could. But, like, if I'm going to be there, I want to go to NAIC. Yeah, like, like if we're going to be there, we're going to be there. Like, we're not coming back. No. <laughs> we get to drive. I get. To- we get to drive through Indianapolis again. Indy's sweet, man. Um, I love Indy so much. We'd hit Cincinnati and then just keep on going. Yep. Yep. It's it's fantastic. I love Indy. Like, driving to Indy wasn't that big of a deal. Like, it felt like it, it did not feel like it took six to seven hours or whatever it was. 
No, it, it's a really easy drive in all actuality. I think the problem would have been getting from Indy to Columbus would have been just like, oh my god, we've been in the car for X many hours and need to get up and walk around and do all that stuff. That drive's not awful. Uh, like like you said, eventually you're just like, all right, I'm done. Please, please get me out of this car. Yeah, we only made one stop on our way to Indy, and that was at this little itty bitty gas station in the in just past uh, St. Louis in Illinois. And yeah, I I don't know. I I would like <laughs> to obviously go, but I just I don't have time off, man. I I I don't have the time off. We're short like four people. Hey, it sounds uh, like another me. guy. <laughs> another guy just put his two weeks in. Uh, the guy who's on vacation this week, I guess, is also like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to be back till Friday. So if you could find someone to cover my days next week, that'd be great. It's like, okay. So, you know, on top of losing more people, we're also just like, it, it's stupid. It is a mess and a half. Tell them if they buy me a car, I'll come work for them. That will not happen. Thank you. Though. Hey, that's not, I'm. I set my terms. It it will not be happening, but thank you for your time. Yep. Sorry. I, don't bother me none. I'm about to say it's like I I would come work. I'd swap jobs in a heartbeat. But I ain't got a car to do the job, so I can't yep. swap jobs. Yep. Say so it's hard to uh, do the job if I can't get to where the job is. So. Yep. That is the biggest problem. But whatever. It'll be alright, I guess. Uh, since we won't have a podcast episode before another episode before NAIC, uh, what restricted pair is winning NAIC? Um, the Cali Shadow Groudon. Really? Yep. Explain your reasoning. I like Cali Shadow. It go burr. <laughs> okay then. So, uh, so I I actually think that um uh, like Cali Shadow is still very good. Um, I think that the the hyper offensive leads that you can have with it are obviously absurd when they happen. But the the biggest thing that I I think the team lacks is like. Being able to pick up consistent KOs. Like, that's the biggest problem when it comes to specifically uh, Kelly Shadow, is, like, being able to just KO something. So being able to pair it with your Groudons and your Venusaurs, I th- uh, your your Venusaurs and your Charizards, I think is just, like, the best thing you can do. Yeah. Um, and I, I really do think that it is a very, very good thing to just be able to say, all right, I know what I'm about, I'm just going to do this. I mean, that's what got Nathaniel to second place. It's like the team, yeah, exactly. The like, team did its job. It's just you, you, you ran into the one team that can stop your job. So, mm-hmm. so are you thinking something similar to like Austin's team with the Zard, Venu, Grimmsnarl, and Sin stuff, or are you thinking something a little bit more James Evans style with Gastrodon and Thunderous? I think Gastro's fine for the team. Um, like, I don't hate it. I, I really do think that you are pretty weak into 
like opposing Kyogres if like something happens. But at the same time, you also still just do have access to, um, like you you still are just able to do things with, uh, like Charizard and Venusaur. Like Venusaur obviously helps you a ton into the the Kyogre matchup, especially if you're able to take over the weather. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the biggest thing that you can do, and I I think that's really really underappreciated. Yeah, I think the James Evans version with Venusaur, Gastrodon, and Thunderous does the most to help Groudon beat opposing Kyogre. Mm-hmm. Um, because like 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 we said, there's like there's two Pokemon that answer Kyogre, and then there's Gastrodon that redirect the water type attacks. You don't have a real big water weakness since you don't have Charizard anymore on the squad. And Incineroar is Incineroar. Like, you're going to have it on your team anyway because it's it's so it's such a good Pokemon that you're only really like worried about water attacks into your Groudon a lot of the time. So yep. having that that Gastrodon version is probably the version we'll see for the foreseeable future. I feel like Austin's version was cool, but I just don't know if it's gonna be able to hold up in this format full of Yveltal, Reshiram, whatever randomness is going on. I agree. I I fully agree. So what back to your question, what do you think is going to work? Uh I'm just gonna play it safe and say swordfish. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh the Swordfish is still very good. The uh it's it's probably gonna be a variant of Crystal Rain if I had to guess. Where you got the Rillaboom, Kyogre, uh, uh, Incineroar Core with Zacian, and your Electric type, and your Grim Snarl with Iron Ball or whatever. I, I feel like that it's just still going to do really well, especially in a field where everyone's trying to be really cute to catch people off guard. Mm-hmm. And your consistency is going to mean more in a bigger field like that. I agree. Um, but it's it's weird because it's just like I feel like Swordfish is is always just a cop out because it's just like oh it's going to be the most popular archetype so you're picking it because of that no I just think I just think I'm doing like research for Crystal Rain for a video right now and let me tell you it's been everywhere we just haven't really seen it or really recognized it until it started winning events like it didn't until mm-hmm. it won in the hands of uh, Pengi in Indy. Like, you just yep. you just didn't see it. You didn't recognize, oh, that's what that is. I think I've counted probably 10 to 12 different top cuts with the Crystal Rain archetype before it was known as Crystal Rain. So, I think that that's probably the most consistent team in the format still. Um, you, your only real variance is like hitting origin pulses. I mean, that's that's a pretty, pretty big ask. I some mean, days. it's better than Sun asking to hit precipice blades and sleep powder and leaf storm and true. <laughs> like, there's just get lucky. Yeah, like that's the reason why I have not played any like Yveltal Groudon. I don't like playing those teams a lot. Because it's literally just a crapshoot of, am I going to hit my sleep powder? Am I going to hit my precipice blades? Uh, like, if I get, am I going to get three turns of sleep? Am I going to get one turn of sleep? Like, what, what's going to happen here? 
so definitely, um, definitely would like to put my eggs in the basket of consistency versus just random luck. Just, just push that off the cliff. I'm not. I'm going to ignore that now. <laughs> random luck is bad. Like, just don't, don't. If you can eliminate variants, do so. Yeah, like don't rely on it to win your games. It it puts you in a false sense of security. Yeah, it's it's crazy. All right. But I think that's it, man. I think that's I think that's the episode. I'm about to say that sounds like an episode. It sounds like a good thing to wrap up on. I'm ready to go to bed. <laughs> Already? It's still daylight. I I yeah, we had to still go cook dinner yeah. and go to bed. So. See, I did that early. I I started that earlier tonight cuz I knew we were going to be recording tonight. Well, I I didn't I had my uh draft league match before this, so I have not had a chance to think straight. Womp, let womp. alone actually do stuff. Get us out of here, bud. All right, man. So, as always, everyone, uh, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening over on Apple and or uh, Spotify, make sure you drop us a five-star review over there as well. Make sure you click those follow buttons on all the podcast forums so you get updates when all the shows go live. Um, if you're if you're interested, go and follow us on Twitter at LRListens. Myself at MrMissouri25. Carl is at MusicalVGC. Uh, Carl and I are also both on Twitch. We're both affiliates over there, so if you really like us, you can always go sub and help us, you know, keep the lights on and help pay for uh, me moving and all my expenses there. That would be great. Thanks. So yeah, help help uh, Carter pay for his moving, help pay for my Sonic drinks. <laughs> also same. Sonic, their app was down today when we go went to go like get stuff, so we ended up paying like $7 for two drinks. I'm just like, this ugh, is stupid. I big it. ugh. Happy it's hour like, on the is, app is the is best absurd. thing. I was making dinner and Kayla was like, I'm thirsty. She's like, well, go get something. And she's like, what do you want? I'm just like, just give me a Dr. Pepper. I don't, I don't care. I just need caffeine. Like, it'll, <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah. Just go get me stuff. I will be okay. Yep. Uh, so yeah, you can follow us over on Twitch at MrMissouri25 and at Musical. Uh, past that, you can also join us over on our community Discord where you get to hang out with us and plan all of our events and everything and know about what's going on inside the community as soon as it goes live. Uh, that's going to be down in the show notes. You can also check out the website at lrlessons.com. Go over and join that and uh, ch- you know check it out. Check out all the content we have exclusive on it. And uh, while you're there, make sure you go and... Uh, check out the merch page. You know, get you get you a sweet T-shirt or some some coffee mugs. We got all kinds there's of stuff up on, on the stickers. There's a hat. There's a whole lot of stuff on there. Yeah, all kinds of super super cool stuff that I would highly highly recommend you go check out. Um, that of course is all thanks to Teespring. They're fantastic, and I cannot like recommend their products enough. Yep. Um. Let's see. Then I guess that brings us to, um, what do we have left? Anchor what support. Have I not talked about. Yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna join us, you know, if you wanna support us, you can always do that over on Anchor. Uh, those, the, that link is down in the show notes as well. So, uh, as little as twenty or twenty five cents an episode, you can help us out, and it really does, you know, do us a lot of good. It helps us with uh, everything we have going on, and then some. Yep. So, I think that's it. I think we're out of here. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. All right. Have a good day, everyone. And uh, from 
this little little apartment yeah, for the last time. For the last time. Have a good one. Peace. <laughs>